Morning, Davo. Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, really well, thanks, mate. $2.10. It is Nature Strips Tab Everest to lose, isn't it, after what we saw in the shorts? Well, I could easily take that blind, guys, isn't it? I mean, he was so dominant there on the weekend. He took a sit off the speed. He just wanted to to relax beautifully, and he he just put him to the sword late in the piece. I thought Lost and Running was outstanding from an Everest perspective. I I sort of said in, in the lead up, I think he might be the one who has had that seasoning last year and he might be the one that can step up and, and really shape up to the likes of Nature Strip on Grand Final Day. The only little fly in the ointment for Nature Strip for mine guys is his second up record. Um, I know some of those second up runs have been sort of two weeks between runs instead of four weeks which will be the lead up this year but there's no denying his second up record is pretty plain by his standards at least the last three or four preparations. So um, that is the little concern. He can be quite flat second up, but I'm sure Chris Waller's um, you know, aware of that and, and trained him differently to, to get him ready to rumble and, and to win the race second up this year where he's normally third up into the race. So that's the only little niggle I have, but um, obviously clearly the horse to beat. But um, yeah, lost and running, he's the one that I think is just tracking uh, beautifully and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a massive player uh, come four weeks' time. Uh, Dave, we spoke to um, Adam Pengilly Oh, about an hour ago, and we're just talking about how um, Artorius is back in town. And I, I said to Mido in the break there, do you think he'd be a horse that the slot holders may uh, look at? Or is he just better suited down a straight track? I know he's young and he gets back in his races, but would he be, a, say, an X-Factor type horse in, a, in an Everest if he got an opportunity? Yeah, he wouldn't be uh, He wouldn't be out of it, would he, Lodge? Simply because it's generally a race where the pressure's on from the get-go and he needs that. He needs tempo up front because he gets back a long way in his races. Um, you know, I, did, I, I do wish they'd ride him a little bit uh, closer, to be honest. They, they seem to have this thought process that you need to be absolutely 100% cold on him and, and just put him right out the back. And, and that means he's, he's so far off them that he needs absolutely everything to go right to win races, where... Um, you know, if you watch some of his, his actual best wins, he's actually been a length or two closer to them in the run, and that's been the difference late in the piece. So um, he, he might be one they look at because I think it's fair to say that it's probably limited options outside of those that have already been picked. I know Overpass was, was great on the weekend, but um, he'd have to reproduce that now at that level. Um, and it's, it's harder to do that on grand final day. We saw Marzu's probably just a little bit off them at this stage, and and, you know, he might be able to improve. I know he's already got that spot, but at the same time, I do think it's probably a little bit too soon for him. Mm. The other horse, we got a text about just earlier, and I've forgotten what's happened to this horse. Oh, no, did it? Marabi. Uh, yeah. It's, it's listed as spelling on the Racing Australia website, uh, but, uh, gosh, that Oakley plate win was unbelievable. Yeah, it was definitely an X-Factor horse, no doubt about it. But um, I believe they did have some issue there. Yeah. It was going to be a race against time to get ready for the spring. Mm-hmm. So if it's spelling there, I would say that horse would probably be very unlikely to be there in uh, in four weeks' time. How good was Enemo, Davo, in the George Main? Yeah, he was great, wasn't he, Loz? Uh, no doubt about it. He just keeps raising the bar and he beat them easily enough. Uh, uh, yep, and he's on to, to bigger and better things, the way he's tracking beautifully. It would have been great to see Zaki there, but... I thought Ice Bath was terrific as well. And, you know, I was one. I put my hand up. I said late last week, I was shocked they didn't go to the, the Tibby, but they've made more money by going to the Group 1 and, and uh, a Group 1 placing. So I think Brad Whittup made the right call in the end. And, and well done to them. I'll put my hand up and say I got that call wrong. But, um, yeah, she, she went outstanding as well. But, look, he's just on track, isn't he? He's just building beautifully this preparation. And 
Um, it's going to be hard to beat whatever, whichever uh, path they decide to go towards the Cox Plate. Gee, in Victoria, aft cabin, uh, outstanding performance. Now the $3 favourite for the Caulfield Guineas after its win in the Guineas Prelude. What did you make of that performance in the driving rain, by the way, with Jamie Carr in the saddle? Gee, it was some uh, relentless conditions there, weren't they? There for a couple of races at the Caulfield. I haven't seen many scenes like that. It was just torrential rain, but look, hard to... Hard to, hard to suggest uh, that he shouldn't be a deserving favourite after that. That was a big sort of D-Day moment for him because he, he came off a, a big win uh, two starts prior, but at Sandown, so he hadn't done it against that sort of level of opposition, and gee, he just won with an absolute leg in the air, and the way James Cummings was talking in the lead-up suggested uh, he expected a performance like that, so a mile's going to be no issue off that, and uh, gee, they're going to be uh, hard to beat. He's going to be hard to beat off that for sure. Who are we following out of the meeting, mate? Look, I think there's a few to follow there out of the meeting on the weekend. Stray, I thought, was, was great. Just got too far back for mine and then peaked on the run late. Wolverine, from a flight stakes perspective, I think is on, on track beautifully. Ice Bath, we've spoken about her. Lost and Running was terrific. And Anathol, I thought, was just uh, out of this world in that uh, in the shorts. I mean, he made up many links and was one of the strongest through the line. So, for one of the team there, um, yeah, he was, he was uh, the real surprise packet in that race. Who have you put in the bin? Well, I think we've put Profondo in the bin before, but he'll stay there for now. I also want to put the, the favourite of the, the Tab Highway in the big Custo there. I'm, I'm shocked it started favourite um, off a well, solid win, but there was much deeper form in that uh, Tab Highway. And, um, yeah, it's just, just going around too short for mine at the moment. So we'll throw those two horses in the bin. Thank you, Dave. Have a good day. You too. Speak tomorrow, guys.